Hey, this is Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, the host of The Game of Life. Uh, welcome to the Game of Life Mentoring Podcast. I'm your host, Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, and I'm in studio with an alumni little brother, not so little little brother right now, Antoine Cheney, and an alumni little brother. Antoine, welcome to the Game of Life Mentoring Podcast. <laughs> Glad to be here. I, it's just... I'm just, it's so so real, you know, it, it, my mom and, you know, my family over the years always say, you know, things like this, you know, just do stuff for a purpose, never, you know, just do it from your heart, always do, and it's crazy, and how that this has came back full circle. Full circle. You know, and it's, it's amazing, man, and I'm glad to be here, so thank you guys for, you know, the invite. Yes, sir. Um, this really really changed my life you know really made me the man who i i am today and i'm glad to be here i'm excited no that's good we're excited to have you little bro and so when did this journey start as a little brother when when did it start to your best of your recollection because <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know what we're gonna confirm you know who, who, who knows better than anybody your mama let's get her on the line let's right. call your mama right now <laughs> okay. let's call her right now see i love what i love about <clears throat> just real and raw conversations, we're going to call Elisa, uh, your mama, and find out exactly when this when this started. Hello? Hello, Elisa. How you doing? This is Gail Nelson, CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters. You doing all right? Yes, I'm doing all right this evening. Good, good. It's so, so good to hear your voice. We got somebody in studio. Uh, you know, we got Antoine in studio right now, and we're on a podcast so we want to just kind of ask you a couple questions. You don't mind, do you? No, I don't. All right. So now, Elisa, why did you sign up, Antoine, to uh, get a big brother? I signed him up because I was a single parent at the time, and I wanted my son to have a positive role model to guide him through the right path so he may succeed in life. Now, how old was Antoine when you signed him up to get a big brother? Seven. <clears throat> Seven years old. Now, what was his behavior like? What were his grades like? How was, was he doing all right? Yeah, he was doing all right. But he needed, but a seven-year-old little boy needed, you wanted that positive male role model in his life? Yes, I did. All right. Now, his big brother, uh, tell us about him. I know he's no longer with us. Uh, but the impact he had on Antoine. All right. His big brother had only one child at the time, and his son was away in college. So he was also married, and he was a bus driver, MTA bus driver, for quite some years. And he <clears> took <throat> Antoine out to different places and showed him how you should behave when you go out. This is how a gentleman and his big brother also played a big role. He was in the church like I was with Antoine. My goodness. And now your big brother's name, Antoine, what was your big brother's name? Uh, Clifford Henderson. Clifford Henderson. Yeah. Now, as you think about his impact in, in your life, and when you first of all, you hear your mama saying all of this. Yeah. Uh, how does it make you feel as a grown man? I know, uh, it's, I know it's getting to you a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. Um, you know, it, it's tough because, I mean, wow. Keep it real, brother. It's all right. Uh, we've it, cried in the studio before. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, it's tough because, I mean, he really, 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 you know, he changed my life. I mean, he, I mean, basically things that I used to see other kids do, you know, on like the TV screen and, you know, things like that with their father and, and you know, fishing and, you know, the park. It really just not major things, you know, and he, he took that father role. I mean, not, you know, my father was, you know, my father was still in existence, but, you know, you know, everyone have their, their differences and how, and how their life is, you know, formed, but he really, I mean, he was my best friend, but he was also like my father figure. Yeah. Yeah. And it was crazy because technically and legally, I, I never knew the guy you know, never knew him. He was a stranger to me, and I had res- I was reserved, you know, of trusting him and things like that. But I trusted my mom, and she was she was like, "You're gonna go here." And the first outing, I mean, it was a <clears> bunch <throat> of fun, and it was a lot of other kids. And he, when he when he interacted with my sports, he was kind of like another coach, you know, in my life. But he was a little bit more personal, you know, because. You, 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 I mean, we all know how that is. Growing up in Miami, growing up in the inner city of Dade County, and you get your coach or someone take you home to eat some soul food, you, you literally, they, they automatically, they get to your heart. That's right. And I knew if my mom, and she was a single mother, and I knew if my mom trusted him, I knew he was okay. Yeah. And um, I, it, the journey was just amazing. And, I, you know, I think about him all the time. And, you know, even now. You know, I, I he gives me that drive to continue pushing success, and he always used to talk to me about conversation. Whether I was in the right or wrong, he always used to bring scenarios. I mean, he would leave his bed in the middle of the night. When my mom would call him, he would come. So mm-hmm. always was always was there for me. So the impact was phenomenal. When did we uh, when did we lose him? Oh, I'm not sure. Uh, Alisa, do you remember uh, when Clifford passed? 2019. Oh, so it hasn't been that long. Okay. Oh, so a few few years back, about three years ago. Uh, And, Alisa, I got to say this to you on behalf of big brothers, big sisters. Uh, Thank you for trusting us with your son. What Antoine just said, when you think about a parent, a single mom, you recognize your seven-year-old boy needed just needed that 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 guidance, that 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 big brother, that role model, as you said, uh, and to have a man take time out who's already who had children, uh, who had a family, but yet you became a part of his family. So, Elisa, thank you for trusting us with your son. And as you see your son today, how old are you now, Antoine? I'm 42. 42 years old. Yeah. So 35 years ago, let story be told. 35 years ago, your mama said, I'm getting you some help. So, uh, Lisa, what do you think about your son now? You proud of your, you proud of your boy? <laughs> yes, I'm proud of him now. Now, uh, and now, as he grew up and as you saw him grow from that 7-year-old to now he's 40-plus uh, years old, uh, anything else you want to share with us while we have you on the phone? We, we always yield to mamas and whatever you want to say. Anything else you want to say uh, as, we, as we discuss? Yeah, I am very happy that uh, of big brothers and big sisters because I also turned around many years later and had a daughter. 
in 2000, and she also was in Big Sisters and Big Brothers program. Is that, and how old your daughter now? She's 21. Okay. How's she doing? And she's doing wonderful. It helped her also. My goodness. Well, one, Elisa, we got to meet you in person. Uh, we'll bring you over. We'll get Antoine to bring you over to the building one of these days. But, again, thank you for taking time out. Thanks for taking my call. And you gave it some context. I asked Antoine, now, when were you matched? He said, maybe when I was 14, 15. I said, no, 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 that don't sound right. And so it's always good for a mama to set the record straight. So, Elisa, thank you. Uh, we appreciate you. And thank you again for trusting us uh, with your son and your daughter. You're welcome. All right. Take care. Take care. Have a good night. All right. Antoine, that's something, man. That gives me chills. You're seven years old. But that's, let's just, we're here in studio, right. Game of Life Mentoring Podcast with Antoine Cheney, alumni little brother. Started when he was seven. Seven. Seven years old. Had no clue about, you know, nothing. You know, like my mom said, it was just me and her. Yeah, uh, I was the only child for 14 years. Right. So my mom would always, you know, she would work late nights. I mean, she worked at Jackson Memorial Hospital. I mean, I, I mean, you know, I had my my male role models was, you know, my my uncle and my coaches. Yeah. You know, my dad was there, but you know, he, you know, had you know, he was you know, working a lot, things right. like that. And, you know, between him and my mom <clears throat> separating, I mean, I just I just needed a plan B, but I didn't know where to start. Right. You know, I mean. But Clifford was that constant. Right. He was, And you said something that just very, is very important that people understand. You said it wasn't anything spectacular. You saw other kids on TV. <laughs> my parents divorced when I was two, so I get exactly, brother, you just don't know how much I get what you just said. I would see Kodak commercials. You know, back in the day, it was a company called Kodak for pictures and right. all of that. And I would see pictures of just kids throwing a ball with their daddy. And I, that would get to me. Right. You know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. I mean, the parks. You know, I mean, just what do you like to do? I mean, yeah. you know, just, I mean, watching football. We used to watch the Dallas Cowboys. Watch I mean, out. we used to watch the, I mean. He was a Cowboys fan? No, Cliff, Cliff was. Right, right. I got you. I Cliff, got you. Cliff was, I mean, he was a diehard Cowboy fan. And every Sunday he used to pick me up. We used to go to church. And then after church, we used to go into the house. We watched football all day. And his wife, um, you know, God bless her as well, Miss May. She would always be in the kitchen. She would always prepare Mm. Prepare us, you know. Cliff, you ate well, Cliff, Antoine. You guys are good, you know. And we, and we, we, I ate uh, very well. And you know, it. I mean, even when I went off to college, I mean, just the calls, how you doing, and you know, do you <clears> like <throat> it? I mean, he, he. I never really had someone that really, really, really like understood me. You know, he understood where I was coming from because he was that male figure. And he, he helped, you know, break those doors down of confusion when I was confused. And I didn't really know what, where to go or what to do. You know, he was that, he gave me that closure. Without that, without that, and again, we all make choices, but without that, Antoine, what could have happened? I, I, I have no idea. Yeah, I really, I really don't. I mean, I, I have no idea. I mean, I, I mean, I was always in the sports. That's good. So sports. I mean, you know, there's avenues to keep you on the right track. Right. It was always, it was always, 
you know, sports, um, you know, my family. Yeah. Yeah. A loving mom. I mean, again, that's how I grew up, but having a loving mom concept. But I just love the fact that for moms who care and love and, you know, God bless all mamas. She said, I needed some help. I mean, she didn't hesitate because you said when pre-show, I want to know why my mama signed me up. Right. <laughs> Think about that. I really do. I, and that that really, you know, that, you know, I, I, it's crazy. You know, even like even though I'm 42, I mean, I tell kids now you never, you know, just even when, when you think that your parent is wrong, I mean, just relax. That's right. You know, I That's mean, right. they, you know, I, I tell them, I say, look, parents are not, not always right. They're not. Parents are not always right. But <clears throat> trust me, if you do something, it, 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 it'll turn around something. I remember... Um, I was coaching at Cypress Bay, and um, it was a kid. Uh, he's he's doing amazing right now. I mean, Alex Montgomery. Alex is um, – he just had a son. I mean, he's in Lexington, Kentucky, and he – you know, his family was there, but, it, you know, just like me, you know, a young boy. I mean, and I st- met him, and I ended up having him play for my youth league team out in Weston, uh, the city of Weston, where I currently reside right now, was the Weston Warriors. And um, – Alex had a situation. He had a situation in his life where I told him, I say, look, what will I say? You want to get some closure? And he just didn't understand, and he was frustrated. I say, let me tell you something. I say, sports will bring your family together. That's right. And he, when I, ever since I told him that, he had he went crazy on the football field. And he was in the newspaper every week, and I made sure that I took it over to his grandmother in the house. Kept his, they was they they supported him, and then <clears> everything <throat> that he was had doubt, it all came together. Cause see that there's a you know again from a coaching standpoint, this is a game of life mentoring podcast. One of the things we talk about all the time is that the mind game. You know that again, you got the physical side of any sport, but his mind, you that you had some clarity. You got clarity. You got some closure. So full circle moment. Here we are in studio. Your mom talking about taking us back 35 years. Now, here you are, grown man, coaching others. So little brother grows up. You got Clifford again. And I'm sure uh, when you think about just watching a Sunday afternoon game and eating some good soul food, mm. I mean, it just it warms my heart. It warms my heart because, again, I got a little love for the team in Texas as well. And so when I think about Sundays, what I do, Every Sunday is exactly what Clifford did with you. That that's my Sunday routine. It's it's going to church and it's coming home and it's watching the Cowboys. That's just what I do. So when I think about that from a family standpoint, structure. Here's a man spending that quality time with you, coaching. Now you're you know, how long what sports were you involved in growing up? So take me back as early as possible. What sports were you involved in? As many as I can get in to not be home. <laughs> okay. Because, because like my mom said when she was on on the call, she was a single mom, and when she seen me and when I was home, it was always something to do, <laughs> work so, chores. Yeah, so many is activities and many you know many sports to and and I met so many people and I you know I had a I had all my friends was in activities and when that happened. I I I try not to be as home at home as much as possible. <laughs> what was your what's your favorite sport when you think about it childhood to participate in or play? It was football. Yeah, football was my first love. Um, you know, because I always I looked up to my 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 uncle. You know, my uncles. Um, 
and they were terrific football players. And you know, my mom, I used to look at their pictures, and my mom telling me. So I thought that there was family expectations that I had to meet. So football was my number one sport. I got you. And so now, what sports do you coach now? With the West Express Elite, I know you're doing a lot in the sports arena. And so as we go full circle, from seven years old, positive male role model, big brother, you were part of his family. Is his wife still alive today, Miss May? Mm. She's passed on. When did she? Did she pass before him or after? After. Uh, okay, so he passed in 2019. When did she pass? Best of your recollection. Maybe 2021 20, 20, or 2020. Okay, so it's pretty. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, may they rest in peace. Uh, uh, big brother Clifford and his wife, uh, Miss May, because they, they, their legacy lives on through you, little bro. Their legacy lives on through you. Yeah. And hearing what your your mom had to say about him, hearing what you had to say about them, let's talk about legacy and what you're doing right now. From seven years old, little brother, growing up, playing sports, spending that time with uh, with your big brother watching the games, eating some good soul food. What are you doing now? <sighs> well... Um, right now, um, I'm doing a lot. You know, I let me tell you where I hit the button at mm-hmm. when the pandemic came, you know, upon us. Yes. When the pandemic came upon us, and we had a situation where I just felt like I had to make more of an impact, you, you know, on the community and and you know the youth. And I, I already was successful. I mean, I've coached high school for high school football. I coached high school track. I um, did a variety of things. But I felt like I had to step it up, you know, definitely when the pandemic hit. And then, you know, sitting home and when the pandemic hit, we had, you know, we had a new president that was elected. I mean, now we have a female vice president. Right. And one thing about me, I, I'm a very, I observe, you know, I don't really talk that much, but I observe and I don't miss anything. So here's what happened. When the president got elected and we had the first female vice president, it was something that I always was a thought, and I just never really entertained it because I was, a, I was a guy. I was a boy here in the football field, but I never really respected women even thinking about playing football. So I, it was a commercial that was on, and I seen the NFL girls flag football league and I was like, I have West Express. You know, the West Express track, track and Field Club is doing phenomenal. I mean, I've been blessed to have people drive all the way from – I mean, we're located in Weston. I mean, I've been blessed to have people drive all the way from Kendall to um, to Weston to, for the phenomenal opportunity. I mean, we're, we're not just a track club. We're a big family. Um, I mean, I've had – you know, the kids go to the library and study, study, you know, study together. Right. And um, literally no practice. We're going to go to the library. So when people sign up and, and do memberships and join West Express, that we, you know, every other Friday, you know, we go to activities where we go to um, uh, off the wall, the jumping part. Right, right. So I said, you know what, I want to start the first women's, the first young girls travel flag football team what year was this this was 2020 this was this after year. the election this was this year this year 2022 yeah okay go I ahead it, go I, ahead and i did it in three weeks wow i did it in three weeks man i just i was at home and i sat i went in the office and i just started putting pen to the paper mm. you know of the direction to take 
and step by step. And then I just started just exploring my relationships in the community and reaching out to people and telling people what I wanted to do because I seen I seen it transitioning and hitting another wave. And I reached out to um, a guy who he was doing a phenomenal job. You know, shout outs to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's doing a phenomenal job right now at Dillard High School. Um, um, Ramsey, you know, Alan Ramsey. He's a coach. He's the head. Um, he's coaching over at Dillard. He's coaching the girls. And I reached out to him. I say, man, I see what you're doing. And I had to reach out to him because it was kind of like it was great minds thinking alike. Right. But I didn't have any overhead. I didn't have to, like, create it from the ground. I was like, you know what? It makes sense to put it up under the umbrella of West Express. We already have track. And I did it. And I just reached out, you know, to, you know, young ladies who was just looking for a second chance to and and wanted that exposure. And they was hungry. So, you know, when I did that, we just concluded the um, travel season. I mean, we've been traveling since May. I mean, not May. I'm sorry, not May, but March. Okay. Last year, March, and we just wrapped up our tournament. We just wrapped up uh, in January. We went to Vegas for a week, the NFL flag football tournament. So, you know. How are the young ladies doing? Oh, man. Um, <clears throat> when I first created the program, it was it was late in the year. So I had um, two girls that were seniors at Dillard, and they signed scholarships to go to Midland University in Beautiful. Omaha, Nebraska. Beautiful. And um, this Friday – this Friday coming up, I will have two more young ladies that will be signing scholarships, you know, as well. You know, so it's changing. It's it's changing. It's changing the game. And, I mean, been been able to, you know, I spoke to Under Armour yesterday. I mean, they have. So I, it's opportunity after opportunity it's is coming around. opening doors. Yeah, opening it's doors. And as for the female, I mean, look, you'll be surprised <laughs> the people and the women that are behind the female flag football. I, I tell you what, well, that's close to my heart, as you know. Yeah. Uh, I have four beautiful kids. My wife and I, Chantel, and I have four beautiful kids and three bodyguards and one princess. I'm a girl dad, and she is now playing flag football for uh, Coach Alvarez over at Florida Memorial University. Uh, and I showed you a little film on her. You mm-hmm. saw those hands, yeah, too, I've brother. Yeah, I've seen those hands. I've seen those hands. But the most important thing is, uh, and you said something, and I want, I want people to understand this. You know, we think about bias in sports. You you stated, you said, you know, you hadn't even thought of gr- girls in football. I didn't. And now you are encouraging these young ladies. They're signing scholarships. They're excelling on the field. But, again, uh, hello, bro. It all goes back to somebody gave you a chance and you excel. Now you're giving these young ladies a chance and you've coached, you've played. Uh, and so for that, we're proud of you, little bro. Man, thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, you know, hey – I I tell you like this, if you're looking for change, and you know, and I say this to everybody out there in the Miami community, if you, you know, are a single mom, and if you are, you know, have something that you just you just get over a little bit of frustrated, and your kid is not a bad kid, but you just want a positive effect on your son or daughter, but. You want to put it in somebody's hands that you can trust. I can tell you guys right now, I'm a testimony. Born and raised in Miami-Dade County, I went to Miami Central Senior High School. And I'm a testimony of big brothers and big sisters. Guys, it changed my life, you know, and I know it'll change yours too and your kids. So make sure you reach out. Respect, little bro. Thank you. We're proud of you. And, man. 
this is why we come to work every day. In the game of life, everybody makes the team. We're here in studio with little brother Antoine. He's a grown man now, and he's mentoring. So he he was a recipient, a beneficiary of somebody, the late Clifford Henderson, spending that quality time with him. And now he's investing in kids. And so if you're out there, bbbsmiami.org, you heard what Antoine said. It works. It works. We are just all about helping kids suit up in the game of life and doing what they need to do. Because in the game of life, everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. I like that. Hey, this is Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, the host of The Game of Life, where everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. Mm -hmm.